administration should be doing is working on multiple fronts to follow through on what it said it wanted to do, which is to restore a fair and just asylum system in this country. On Wall Street, stock futures are pointing to a slightly higher open. This is CBS News. This is Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. Treat yourself to an all-new season of E.T. starting Monday, September 13th. Go to etonline.com for where to watch. Tired of waking up hot and uncomfortable? Start sleeping cool on the Temper Breeze by Tempur-Pedic. It's engineered with a revolutionary cooling system that pulls excess heat away from your body to help you sleep deeper all night and wake up more refreshed every morning. The Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep ends soon. Don't miss our best offer of the year and your chance to get your best sleep of the summer. All Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale with savings up to $700 on adjustable mattress sets. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. Here's your Entertainment Tonight updates. Space Jam is back with a new sequel and star. I'm playing LeBron James himself. It's just about my compassion for my kids and listening to my kids and understanding that even though I have my own dreams of what I want my kid to be, but they also have their own dreams. At Target, we know there are a lot of firsts when it comes to going back to school. First impressions, first chapters, first date photos. So with easy and safe ways to shop like order pickup, drive up, and school list assist, make Target your first stop back to school. Rapper is changing his name. It's not Puff Daddy this time. Or Diddy? Love? Nope. It's Kanye West. The rapper filed paperwork in L.A. to shorten his legal name to his nickname, Ye. West made the move ahead of another listening party Thursday for his new album, Donda. Mama, I need you to tuck me in. This time, the rapper's recreating his childhood home as part of his set inside Soldier Field in Chicago. West's manager says Donda will absolutely be released after the event, but it's already been delayed twice. Monica Ricks, CBS News. How would you like to own a gun from a notorious gangster? Well, you can. Al Capone's granddaughters are auctioning off a bunch of his stuff, including that Colt 45. It starts at 50 grand. They're also selling a platinum pocket watch monogram with 90 diamonds and a matching pocket knife. Or you can buy a personal letter he wrote to his son from prison. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Are you more than $10,000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill, staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Don't let the credit card companies bully you anymore. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Get off the debt treadmill and stop the harassment. Get free of credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and medical bills. Call now at 800-533-6605 for free information. For about 10 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, too. Get off the endless cycle without having to declare bankruptcy. You'll have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 
daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The Stock Market Report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies Stock Market Report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Ready to check home ownership off your bucket list, but worried you can't afford it? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency is here to help. We offer down payment assistance and discounted interest rates to recent Ohio college grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more. Not a first-time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership, ready when you are. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, aired by the OAB and this station. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000, 362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000. We need Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. You got your go-tos, your standbys, even your favorites. But the beefy, cheesy burgers at McDonald's take you back to where it all began. Your bite zero when you first tasted what a burger should be like. Two perfectly seasoned beef patties stacked with a single slice of melty cheese on a golden bun. Now at McDonald's, get two McDouble burgers for $3. Whatever it is to you, classics are classics for a reason. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Athens dropped a tough game to final last week, but are back in action this Friday against Cali Academy. Athens Bulldog Football on the radio is sponsored by... Stop and Cop, CE Hardware and Outdoors, Matthews Insurance, Pitcock Glass, Brony's Alumni Grill, Integrated Services, Wendy's, Donato's, Steak and Shake, and Larry's Doghouse. Tune in to 970 97.1 FM or online at 970WATH.com for all the Bulldog football action this year. America's infrastructure connects our communities and makes our nation work. These systems are vital to our everyday lives and Ohio's economy. That's why Senator Rob Portman led the way in passing legislation that makes critical investments in Ohio's roads, bridges, and electricity systems. Critical investments in the infrastructure that makes America and Ohio great. Here's Senator Portman on C-SPAN. Because it is landmark and needed legislation in fixing our nation's roads, bridges, railroads, our ports, our waterways, our electrical grid, our broadband network, and more. 
It will be a lasting bipartisan achievement to help the people we represent. Repairing our roads and bridges, upgrading electrical systems, and increasing access to information systems is good for our families, good for America, and good for our future. Thank you, Senator Portman, for leading the way on a real infrastructure plan that rebuilds America and invests in Ohio. Thank you for voting to invest in us. Learn more at letsinvestinus.com. Paid for by Citizens for Responsible Energy Solutions. I-N-E-P-T. Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Talking with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach and the athletic director at Inept Tech. And Coach Turf, we've established that your school is located here in town and want to find out something about the scholastic part of Inept Tech, uh, your president and your faculty. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because we got a real fine fella who is in charge of the whole university. The fella, what is the president? That's good old uh, Dr. P.H. Doolittle, and uh, of course everybody just calls him Ph.D. Of course now he ain't no Ph.D. and they don't want to give nobody no false recollection of of nobody. But see, he he looked at our program way back in 1937 and saw that we was the oysters, and he thought we was a veterinary school so he's he's a doctor but he's a veterinary doctor and he just has uh, uh, become established as a president of our school and so over the years we convinced him that there ain't nobody could take his place and we ain't letting him go so you and dr doodle have been here together over these many years well, that's right now what about the faculty of your school coach how many i know a lot of our listeners uh, perhaps are thinking about their future education how many different degrees are offered here at inept tech well, I know uh, degrees that there's uh, 360 of them in a circle, and uh, there's uh, 98 of them in the human body. And but uh, you know, uh, all I'm concerned with is uh, is the fine education of our athletes and uh, getting them. I don't know. And we'll be back with Coach Turf in just a moment. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, talking about degrees here with his hot. <laughs> Hot weather in the forecast. The Art Turf Show is brought to you by the Cool Breeze Solar Hard Hat. Stay cool and comfortable on the job with this innovative cooling solar-powered hard hat. And we're back with Inept Tech head football coach Art Turf. Uh, you know, you're not going to ask me no more questions where I got to look it up in a book, are you? Coach will try to stay out of the academic arena for the rest of this interview. Well, that's good. As long as I don't got to use no books. You know, we're trying to tell the fans about our athletic program here, and we're not getting nowhere. you asking me stuff where I got to look it up. Let me ask you something else. I noticed the uh, nameplate here on your desk, A.O. Turf. The, uh, the O wouldn't stand for uh, oysters, would it? Well, no, uh, but I am real glad you asked me that question because that is one I can answer. Don't have to look it up in no book or nothing. Of course, my middle name goes clear back to the time I was born. And it was given to me by my dear old dad. You know, most folks, they call you by your first name. We got some folks what calls me Art. Most folks, though, they just call me Coach. You know, that goes along with being a coach. Everybody just calls you Coach. Don't got to remember what your name is. Just call you Coach. But the O, that's my middle name. My father gave it to me when I was born. You know, my dad, you probably didn't know dad, but he was a fine 27-year career as a referee. He refereed football. He refereed basketball and baseball. He was an umpire. He, he wasn't much of an athlete, but he was a real fine athletic supporter. And the way he supported athletes was he was a referee for them all, keeping them all in line and everything. And, of course, he wanted me to follow in his footsteps and, and be a referee just like he was. So he named my middle name official. 
So that makes me Art Official Turf. <laughs> Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H FM's. So I gotta ask, Scott, do you get as many comments about yes. the Art Turf show oh, as I yes. do? Yes, I do. And they're all good. <laughs> oh, I, I won't say all mine are good. <laughs> mine are. But the point is, of course, people are listening, and there is a great deal of sarcasm and humor and all that sort of thing, and uh, I think that's good for us. Anyway, it's, uh, you know, it reminds me years and years ago. Golly. 25, 30 years ago? I've sort of forgotten the specifics, but... We added um, Rush Limbaugh to our radio station. And I think he aired his show from noon till 3, daily, Monday through Friday. And I have, I'd have people come up to me, you know, because he, he was, um, what would you call it, a conservative, right? Yes. Um, so I'd have people who were not of a of a conservative nature, politically speaking, who would come up to me and say, you know, I stopped listening to your station in the afternoons when you added Art Turf. Uh, not Art Turf, I'm sorry, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. And there'd be a pause, and I'd say, well, I'm, I'm sorry about that. And he, then they'd go on to say, do you know what he said yesterday? <laughs> In other words, you know, they wanted to stop listening, but they didn't. And and uh, sometimes hearing someone with an opposite point of view uh, helps you with your own your own point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah, perspective. I'm, on I'm, I'm, I'm not expressing this very well, but well, it gives you a different perspective. Well, it just maybe makes you even more committed to the one you had all along. Could be, yep. Whatever. Could be reinforcement. So, you know, the, the thing about radio is that we offer a variety of things. Some you may agree with, some you may not. Um, but they they help you be a person. And even if it's with the opposite point of view of something that was said on the radio, they help you. Oh, well. 
Good morning, folks. 970 WATH and 97.1 on FM as well. Um, Today is August 25th. (coughs) Excuse me. August 25th, the year, of course, 2021. And it's a, a Wednesday. It is currently 77 degrees outside. They say it's going to climb up to 90. And um, so, uh, and there could be some rain showers today. We have a caller. Good morning. Um, I thought we had a caller. Good morning. Hello. Anybody there? Hello. Oh, they hung up. Click. Yeah. I wonder if there's something wrong with our system. We'll try it again uh, if we get another call. All right. Um, that was how the succinct caller used to do that. He'd make his point very succinctly, and then, bye now, click. I remember. <laughs> he was funny. It was a, a while ago, but it was a regular thing, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Today is National Banana Split Day. Yum. Mm. Anything cold today like that with ice cream in it, yum. Or if it's not hot outside. Today is National Kiss and Makeup Day. It's National Whiskey Sour Day. It's National Secondhand Wardrobe Day. And lastly, the National Park Service Founders Day. Okay. Um, Secondhand Wardrobe. Let's see what we... Can come up with. On Does that, that mean things you've purchased at a, uh, a thrift store or a um, Goodwill or something like that? That could very well be. Let's uh, see what they say here. Secondhand Wardrobe Day, August 25th, encourages deals and savings each year across the United States. On this August 25th, find steals in secondhand and That's consignment it. stores all day long on gently worn clothing for all ages. Okay. So for a fraction of the price of retail. Our guess was correct. Yes. Okay, whiskey sour. I don't know as I've ever ordered one of those. Just the word sour kind of bothers me, but uh, (laughs) what does um, describe a whiskey sour? Well, let's see what we can find here. Um, National Whiskey Sour Day, traditionally garnished with half an orange and a maraschino cherry. Maraschino cherry. And let's see. Lemon juice and sugar. Whiskey showers are shaken 
that neither served straight or on ice. It doesn't sound too bad. And the quote from Except Mark Twain. Except for the title. Yeah. The, Mark, the quote from Mark Twain about that goes like this. Too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Mark Twain, did you say? Yes. Okay. Well, let's see here. Of course, you got to remember they didn't have cell phones or computers back in the day. So, what's that got to do with it? Well, they didn't have things to do, so they enjoyed whiskey probably oh. more often. Mm. They didn't have the entertainment that we have now. Okay. Um. They had their so are you saying they consumed more of that sort of thing back no, then? No, I'm not saying that. It's just a, it was a form of entertainment that they, you know, talked about, I'm, I'm guessing, rather than did you see what I saw on TikTok or did you see that post that was on Facebook or did you see that pin, pin interest, Pinterest posting? Okay, what's a TikTok? In, Instagram. It's where they make videos. Oh. That's how they send messages on videos now. So instead of a text or something like that, you can create a video and send it to somebody. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, folks, uh, let me just tell you. Um, we had a caller a moment ago while Scott was talking, so I clicked their line. And if, if you don't hear us... Um, you got to wait a few moments till we finish a sentence, and then we'll bring you on. You know what I mean? So uh, that's happened twice in a row here uh, this morning. Unless our signal's not feeding back down the line. But I It sounded like it was. I just don't know. Okay. Um, here, let's do an experiment. Okay. I'm going to turn off your microphone. Okay. Now you get your cell phone and dial 740-592-6646. We're just going to try something here. Okay, I see it ringing, so I'm going to grab the button. Okay. Now, I've not brought you on board yet, okay. but can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you in the background on the phone. But if I push this button, then you are magically on the air, right? Yes. Yes. There okay. I am. Okay, it's working. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we've just tested our system, and it is working just fine. All right. So, folks, again, if you've been trying to ring in, Five nine two six six four six. Just be patient. We'll get to you. All right. Uh, let's see. Historical events for this date. Again, this date, August 25th. Let's see. Uh, 1609. Galileo demonstrates his first telescope to Venetian lawmakers. You know, I have, I 
is, I, as, for as long as I can remember, I've owned at least one telescope. Um, do I bring it out very often? The answer is not often enough. I would suppose maybe twice a year. Shame on me. But um, even a... a I mean, what am I trying to say here? They are not terribly expensive to still see something amazing. Now, of course, the more you spend, the more amazing it gets. But, um, you know, the other thing is, of course, the university has their observatory, and there's some others nearby. And all of those observatories are very welcome of people coming and learning and observing. If you haven't done it, I highly recommend it. Anyway, 1609, first telescope. 1718, hundreds of French colonists arrive in Louisiana, and out of that arrival, New Orleans was founded. 1718. 1768. James Cook departs from Plymouth, England, on his first voyage on board the Endeavour, bound for the Pacific Ocean. 1894. Japanese scientist, oh boy, Shibasaburo. Kirisado, not bad, Palmer. Anyway, he discovers the infectious agent of the bubonic plague and publishes his findings in The Lancet, which was a publication back then. 1944, Charles, uh, General Charles de Gaulle, Walks the Champs Elysees, Champs Elysees, in Paris, after the liberation of the city from the Nazi occupation, 1944. In 1990, United Nations Security Council authorizes military action against Iraq. 1991, this is the last item we have under this group. Linux, L-I-N-U-X, is born when Linus Torvalds sends an email, sends off an email announcing his project to create a new computer operating system. Okay, you know what's next. Famous birthdays. Okay. George Wallace. Governor of Georgia, right? Was it Georgia? 
Alabama. Forgive me. And let me now I've re, you've reminded me I didn't turn your mic back on. <laughs> okay. There you go. George Wallace, born in 1919, died in 1998. Refresh my memory. He was a presidential candidate i was about to say had he run for president and yes. i was gonna say i thought he had yes okay it was either the 68 or 72 election one of them i think it was 68 was there he was shot a, an assassination yeah. attempt yeah he was paralyzed yes for the uh rest of his life and uh yeah, he was 45th governor of Alabama for four terms. Well, terms, I'm sure, I assume were four years apiece, so 16 years. Okay, next person we have to mention is that of Sean Connery. I have always been a James Bond fan, and of course he was the original. Bond. James Bond. Right. His years of life, he was born in 1930, died last year in 2020. The next person's been gone for quite a while, Ivan the Terrible. Born in 1530, died in 1584. Now, <clears throat> Ivan the Terrible. Um, how would you like to be named Ivan the Terrible? Or Scott the Terrible. No. Or thank Dave you. the Terrible. What uh, what was it about him that got him that moniker? Um I think there were many people that were murdered by him. Um let's see what we can find out here. As I dig into this. Sure. We can do another while you're looking. He was uh, described as intelligent and devout, but also prone to paranoia, rage, and episodic outbreaks of mental instability hmm. that increased with age. In one fit of anger, he murdered his eldest son and heir, Ivan Ivanovich, and the latter's unborn child. Goodness uh, gracious. Really? Well. Not a good dude. The last name we have to mention today is still living. It's that of Tim Burton, who is celebrating his 63rd birthday. Um, well, he looks familiar. Why should I know that name? Tim Burton is a, an American film director, producer, writer, and artist known for his gothic fantasy and horror films such as Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Ed Wood, Sleepy Hollow, Corpse Bride, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, and a movie called Frankenweenie. My, oh my. A number of those in there, uh, known to me, a number not, but... Um, some really awesome ones in there. Okay, uh, famous deaths. Only two to mention. 
uh, one very familiar to us. We'll get to it second. But the first one is William Herschel, H-E-R-S-C-H-E-L, just one L, yeah. He was born in 1738, but died on this date in 1822. William Herschel Frederick William Herschel was a German-born British astronomer and composer. He frequently collaborated with his younger sister and fellow astronomer Caroline Lucretia Herschel. And what was he most famous for, you may ask? What was he most famous <laughs> for, I may ask? And you did ask, and I shall answer. He was one of the first professional astronomers and discovered infrared radiation. And his sister helped him to develop the modern mathematical approach to astronomy. Okay, we just had... What did I just read a moment ago? William Herschel. No. Let's see. Uh, He he discovered Uranus. Don't yeah. e- I'm not even going to respond yeah, to okay. that. Yeah, um, okay. Not necessary. No, I'm in a section before. <laughs> in 1609, Galileo demonstrates his first telescope. Okay, 1609. Now, Herschel died in 1822, born in 1738. Okay, well. Astronomer. Yeah, in 1781, William came upon an object that he realized was not an ordinary star. It proved to be the planet Uranus, the first planet to be discovered since prehistoric times. He became famous almost overnight. The second most famous death we have today, particularly well known to us in Ohio, Neil Armstrong. Oh, yes. Born in 1930, died on this date in 2012. From Wapakoneta, Ohio. All right. Well, that takes care of those. Nope. Set them over here. That's my done pile. Um... I was really busy yesterday, so I, I'm i a little behind on updating the COVID information, but with one exception, I managed to pull this morning the Ohio and Athens information. I do not have the national or international information. But um, as of today, which really means 2 o'clock yesterday, the number of cases that Ohio has experienced is 1,187,878. We have 11,689,000 people living in our state. Do the math. That means one out of ten 
that 10% have experienced it at some level. I'm trying to think, if I named 30 people, would that mean three of them had had it? That's what it says. Well, if you if you go with that relativity. Yeah. I don't think that holds up for me. Um, three out of ten would be 30%. Or what, would you say three out of 30? Well, I said three out of 30. Okay. 10%. I, um, it's not that I doubt the number, it's just I wonder if I'm doing something wrong. Well, I, when you think of the the higher populated areas, I, I think that probably will increase those numbers, whereas, you know, obviously we are not as populated as Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo, Columbus, Cleveland... Youngstown, Akron, and area, Canton. Whatever, but I mean, that's probably still one out of ten. Yeah, I mean, you you look at this statewide numbers and the new cases that are happening now. I I see them on uh, NBC Four, uh, Channel Six, Ten, Columbus News, when they pop up those numbers. I I, I can. I can see those numbers with that. Again, like I mentioned, the more heavily populated areas, whereas we don't see that population here in southeast Ohio. Well. So with this area, we're probably moving down some of those numbers. Here in Athens County, we're at 8%. 8 8.44%. So we are just below that 10%. And and it's followed that way pretty much all along. But but still, um, well, anyway, we'll just let that be. Um, So. Yesterday, there were 4,117 new cases in the state of Ohio. Here in Athens, 32 new cases. And when I say Athens, I'm talking about the county. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see the numbers here in, what, 10 days, the two weeks after... School has started back up at OU. Hopefully they stay in check, the numbers. But uh, we may... There was a... See, I'm doing this from memory, so I may be off by a digit or two. But I read a story this morning from Ohio University saying, you know, students have returned after an 18-month absence. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Two classes, really. 
two new classes, I should say. You know, they're treating last year's freshman class. Um, they what your point is right. They have two years of classes that are new to campus. Yes, and so they're you know the normal education of how to live on campus. They have twice as many to deal with this year because last year's group didn't ever get here. Yeah, they never arrived on campus. Okay. Vaccinations. 51.3, almost 51.4% of the state of Ohio is vaccinated. Here in Athens County, it's 44.35. Of course, we just had the announcement yesterday about the the booster to the Pfizer. And that, um, what, what is it? How many months after... You've received the second Pfizer shot, is it? Oh, were you away? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What was it again? How many months after the second shot for the the booster? Yeah. I thought it was eight, and I think the first one's available. I know they've said they've gotten some available in in, uh, Columbus, but I think it's eight months after the second shot that you are eligible for the timetable for the booster well let me see so let's see i'm reaching for my wallet yep i'm trying to think let's see mine would be i have my second on march 11th well i had mine not long after that okay so April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November is eight months. In March? If I had my second Pfizer in March 11th. Okay, which is the third month. Okay, so I'm adding just months. Okay. okay. So, so it will be November. April. Yeah. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Exactly. Yes. So on November 11th, if a day or two makes a difference, if I'm being exact, November 11th, I could have that booster. Yes. Okay. I I am going to elect to get it, the booster. Um. Folks, I know some of you don't agree, but um, I wish you did. And uh, But my answer to what you just said is, duh. No duh about it. I'm doing it. I'm absolutely. <clears throat> and, uh, well, Pat, too, she, she will well, be eligible yeah, as we, well. We both did the same dates on everything. Yep. Okay. Now, I mean, her, you know, she's under additional medical 
supervision. So they may say, uh, in your case, we want you to take it earlier than that. I don't know. But uh, following the basic rules, November 11th. All right. Let's see here. Now, uh, Athens has had 60 deaths as a result of COVID. (coughs) That number has stayed that for several weeks now. So um, the, 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 the thing I'm sort of, I'm not sure I've heard anyone officially say this, but the feeling I'm getting is that this Delta variant, while it has brought the numbers back up again, I don't see... the numbers of deaths exactly increasing. And I may be dead wrong on all of this, but I mean, it may be a very awful thing to go through, but it seems to me that people are not dying as much through Delta as some of the previous, whatever their names were, of variations. The COVID, <clears throat> excuse me, COVID-19. Okay. Uh, in the state of Ohio. Um, there were 40 deaths yesterday. The day before, none. The day before that, 75. Now, why do those numbers move like that? Some counties are more, uh, they tend to not report as perfectly or accurately every day. Like on the weekends, it may, I don't know if I'm making any sense here. There are some counties, let's take Athens County. They, they, re, they report every day. Weekends, everything, period. There are a few counties that are a little bit sluggish on turning in the numbers on weekends. And so sometimes at the beginning of the week, you'll have a higher number than what might be the daily average, if you know what I mean. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I'll leave it alone. Okay. One more note to add with that, with the uh, Delta variant. You know, if, if you're not vaccinated and you contract that Delta variant, now this is not mean to cause fear or anything like this. It's just a medical fact from what research is telling us that the Delta variant will make a person much sicker, much faster than the COVID-19 will. However, if you are vaccinated, you will still have the symptoms, but you won't get as sick if you do not, had you had not had the vaccination. Okay. So it, uh, there's another, you know, a pro, pros and cons to everything, right? There's another pro to uh, getting the vaccination. That, and yes, we know some people disagree with this, but medical science, medical research, is showing that with a vaccination, yes, you'll still get sick, 
but not as sick if you are vaccinated. And think how many people we've heard that have had a very mild case even. Um, But they were, they tested positive and... um, But the, the the general, how do I want to say, don't take any chances. Well, plain and simple, um, again, science and research is showing us, if you get the COVID, uh, uh, excuse me, the Delta variant, and you're not vaccinated, chances are you may, there's a good chance you may not survive without that okay i i so. was just kind of saying the opposite i was saying that the covid the delta seems to make you sicker yes it's more contagious but the 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 death rate seems to be less to me when i look at my numbers and that could very well be i don't know yeah we are certainly not medical wizards by any means yeah, we're not scientists. We're just doing our best to keep you informed. Just going on what we see in medical research and what we are, are you know, given with news items, too. Let's move on. Um, okay, so the students returned. And I'm speaking of Ohio University. So with that... Um, Wallet Hub chose to just print some information about student debt. So, you know, there's 50 states. Uh, students who go to Ohio universities, any of them. Uh, we're putting them all together and studying that. <clears throat> Well, let me just read here. With the average student loan debt reaching $37,000 per borrower, uh, WalletHub today released its report on 2021's states with the most and least student debt. to determine the states that are the friendliest towards student loan debtors. WalletHub compared the 50 states and the District of Columbia across 11 key metrics. The data set ranges from average student debt to unemployment rate among the population aged 25 to 34 to share of students with past due loan balances. I did not print off the full study. I printed off sort of a summary. And the summary focuses on Ohio. Because guess what? That's us. So. There is a 51... They've got the 50 states plus the District of Columbia. That's 51 sites. 
Okay. Student debt in Ohio ranked 22nd. That's the average student debt ranked 22nd. So almost exactly in the middle. 25 being the middle or average. What about the proportion of students with debt? It ranked 12th. So we're higher than most. How about student debt as percentage of income? And this figure is adjusted for cost of living. Student debt as percentage of income, we're 10th. Unemployment rate of population aged 25 to 34 were ranked 20th. Percentage of student loans passed to or in default, 18th. Three more factoids to go. Availability of student jobs, 17th. Availability of paid internships, 7th. And the final item, grant growth, 8th. They go on to write, well, what tips can you offer students looking to minimize the amount of debt they take out for higher education? And they go on, one way to drive down costs and less reduce debt is to start off at a two-year college. However, if your grades and career objectives lead you to a four-year college, you might think of taking some electives at a two-year college instead. Just must be sure the credits will transfer. Another cost reduction strategy is to choose in-state college over out-of-state college. I'm stopping here just to mention, I, I think you all know this, but if you are an Ohio resident, the cost to attend Ohio State, Ohio University, any state university is less than if you are an out-of-state resident, okay? Just FYI. Let's see, should the government reduce the amount of money students borrow, that they can borrow? 
Or how about basing the total amount of a, uh, a student can borrow on the quality of the university and employability of the degree field? writer of this report says student debt should of course be reduced but student debt at any level must be linked to an individual's income and ability to pay it back this is how student debt is managed in a country like Australia and the US ought to follow that model but even more important, we need to drive up college readiness and college completion rates so student debt is less burdensome. These rates are far too low and can be increased by allowing more students the ability to complete college courses while on the high school registers and aligning high school and college coursework to eliminate the need for costly and ineffective non-credit-bearing remedial courses. Well, that's not the end of the story, but we're nearly out of time. I do have one final item that came across my desk this morning. This is from the Athens Chamber of Commerce. It says, attention business owners, masks are now required in Athens, regardless of vaccination status. The Athens Area Chamber of Commerce is helping spread the word that on Monday, August 16th, the Athens City Council unanimously approved an ordinance that requires all people regardless of vaccination status, to wear a mask inside public places. The ordinance took effect immediately, last Monday. I guess I wasn't sure. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. As COVID cases soar across the country, more medical studies are pointing towards vaccine booster shots. Here's CBS's Vicki Barker. British researchers have found that protection against COVID falls to as little as 67% six months after the second dose of a COVID vaccine. Adam Finn is a British government advisor. There are other studies that are showing that the protection against milder infection is waning with time. And so the real question is whether that translates into a loss of protection against serious illness. And that's what we're looking out for at the moment. Johnson & Johnson say preliminary trials suggest a booster of their single-shot vaccine is effective even in older adults. Boosters increasingly looking like the next weapon against the pandemic. Vicki Barker, CBS News. In the last 24 hours, 19,000 people have been airlifted out of Afghanistan as we creep closer to President Biden's August 31st deadline. And as Afghan refugees get evacuated, people across the U.S. are making donations and volunteering to help them out, like this woman from Virginia. They've been traveling for so many days, going from one country to another, not knowing where they're going to end up, not speaking the language, completely left their homes behind, their families. The Taliban's blocking a lot of Afghans from getting to the airport in Kabul. CBS's Holly Williams is at an airbase in Germany and spoke to some of the refugees who were able to flee.